Welcome to our initial The Florida History Podcast. My name is Carter Krishnire. And Robert I'm, I'm Robert Bucciolato. Hey. <laughs> Robert Bucciolato, Carter Krishnire with you. New show, The Florida History Podcast, presented by The Florida Squeeze. And Robert, um, you are an acclaimed historian who's written multiple books about Florida history, most recently, Rum Runners and Moonshiners of Old Florida. Uh, yes, sir. And, and you we, are an acclaimed editor of a wonderful online magazine. Great. I, I appreciate In your own right. <laughs> I appreciate that. So we, we, we've come together to discuss Florida history, partly out of our frustrations, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, about absolutely. the lack of attention and lack of, um, I don't want to say interest, but lack of just recognition. Uh, the rich history of the state gets relative to other states in our union, other aspects of American history. Absolutely. You know, and it was funny because I was actually thinking the other day for a state that's as big and as important nationally and politically, it's amazing we haven't yet produced a president, let alone anybody on a national ticket. We're just always sort of left to the curb. I don't even know if we've ever made it to the cabinet let alone the presidential stage. And I think a big reason is because um, we don't have an identity per se. People come in here, you know, our our last governor and now our U.S. senator, he was only here, I think, as a resident about two or three years. He almost didn't make the residency requirement. Right. And I I don't know if there's any other state where you have millions that live here but weren't born here and when they die aren't buried here. You know, so it's they they remain untouched by our history and our culture and our identity. The Cincinnati effect, as uh, Senator Graham's governor and Senator Absolutely. Graham used to call it. Uh, the the, uh, the interesting thing about that is I remember when Janet Reno got appointed by President Clinton as Attorney General, his third choice, by the way. Yes. Oh, good. Um, so we did and, make one. There you go. Well, we yeah we we had a couple. <laughs> Mel Martinez also, but yeah. the 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 the. Conversation at the time, Robert, was Flor- this is huge for Florida because we never get anyone in the cabinet, and we're already at that point the fourth largest state. Absolutely. And we were already electorally arguably the most important state in the country, and yet we had had very few uh, uh, cabinet members. The only other one that comes to mind is, uh, is uh, I think, Alan Boyd, not the Alan Boyd people know mm-hmm. who's a congressman from North yeah. Florida, but um, F- uh, F. Allen Boyd, I believe, yeah. he's the Secretary of Transportation under Lyndon Johnson. And, and, I, and I think, uh, I mean, Askew was trade rep, but I don't know if that's, sometimes it's considered a cabinet level, sometimes it isn't. But uh, Yeah, under Jimmy know. Carter, I'm not sure yeah. if, uh, if it was at that point. Yeah, we've had very few members of the cabinet, and we've had um, nobody on a national ticket, even mm-hmm. though, obviously, um, uh, George Smathers was considered. In 1960, yeah. obviously, Connie Mack was considered in 96. Bob Graham may have been on the ticket in 92 if he hadn't been facing re-election. Uh-huh. Uh, but we still have not had a, a Floridian on the ticket. Uh, uh, Jeb Bush, obviously, uh, would have been a consideration. Charlie Crist for the Republicans yes, in sir. 2008. But uh, fascinating uh, yes. political history. And that reflects why, Robert, both yes. you and I thought about Absolutely. this show. Most definitely. And this podcast will change the dearth of insight and information that people are, are not able to get on this wonderful state and its history. So, so Robert, a lot yes, of sir. people 
don't realize because mm-hmm. you're taught American history, colonial American history. Yeah. They don't realize things such as St. Augustine mm-hmm. was a more developed, uh, more evolved city economically, more vibrant cosmopolitan place in the 1670s and 1680s than any place in the uh, colonies north of uh, Florida, along With, the East Coast. Without question. And, you know, you look at uh, American history and all the attention goes to Virginia. It goes to uh, Boston and Philadelphia without really any mention of the fact that, um, you know, the, the Spanish were landing here and building empires all along our coast and, and that we had such a, a wild frontier and, um, you know, just, just the whole output of industry that we and and other countries were were producing here in this state that um i mean we were we were a active counterpart to england's virginia and and its mass and we were settled uh, during the time of the pilgrims but people forget about that prior to queen anne's war florida yeah. had uh, missions throughout uh uh, the northern tier of what we consider now the northern tier of the state uh, throughout the panhandle, which we're going to talk a lot about uh, in this show going forward, and uh, had a vibrant culture prior to uh, the English invasion and, and the 1700s really wiped Florida out. And we'll, we'll talk about all these sorts of topics uh-huh. as we get deeper into the show, including obviously a lot on the 20th century when Florida Absolutely. went from a rural backwater to uh, a megastate. And, and uh, We've got so much material, many years of material, listeners. So I think um, Robert and I will probably mm-hmm. be here doing this for a long time because there's just so much we can do. We're going to talk about the draining of the Everglades, hanging chads. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about how Central Florida was turned upside down because a mouse came from California and started buying up land using shell companies all around town and created Disney World. And he had our entire state government who went along with it and made in-house backroom deals that probably would not be very savory uh, by today's standards. We're also going to talk a lot about the political power of the pork shop gang uh, and North Florida legislators, as well as the growing power in the 1940s, 1950s, into the 1960s of the city of Jacksonville, and then mm-hmm. how that subsided uh, pretty rapidly uh, after uh, the nineteen, the late nineteen sixties. So, lots to talk about the histories of the places you live. Uh, those of you listening to us, whether you're in the Panhandle, whether you're in Central Florida, whether you're in Southeast Florida, so much to talk about. We've already had uh, Robert some requests from people who, who plan to listen to us about excellent top, topics such as the history of Pan Am and Eastern, which is a pet topic of mine, and I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that one. And uh, uh, the, the shooting, the assassination attempt of Franklin Roosevelt at Bayfront Park. Excellent. Had Roosevelt been killed mm-hmm. in that assassination attempt, can you imagine how American history, in fact, maybe human history would be different? We'll talk about all that on the yeah. show. Well, that is, those are some really excellent topics. And uh, just to add one of my own, I, I hope we can talk about the Conch Republic and uh and the uh flagler railroad and all of the uh wonderful discussions that you were speaking of last year concerning hurricane andrew um you did a a wonderful series in florida squeeze and i'm i'm hoping we can uh add to it 
and I look forward to that. And uh, the, I have to say the Flagler Railroad is going to be multiple episodes. Oh, That's sure. yeah. a, a big theme <laughs> in Florida history. So anyway, uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. And stick uh, with us, with Robert and I, uh, as we try and bring you this show every week for the foreseeable future. Thank you once again. Thank you, guys.